Hello there. I am Ivy Lassiter, the host of the Four Parents Podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all of the parenting stuff. Lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom. In this episode, I'm talking to Colin, Spencer, and Travis, three brothers who are now in their 20s. I've known these boys for the majority of their lives, and they each have specific gifts, are motivated in very different ways, and have unique passions. I was in college, a newlywed, and then had a baby when I watched their parents specifically support each of their boys. It was a privilege to watch. I learned a lot. And as a mom to two little boys, this conversation was so good for me to hear. It provided me with such a helpful perspective. So I hope it does for you as well. Every person is unique and special in their own way, but you three are distinctly different. You've been drawn to different things. So I want to talk about things that your parents did to celebrate you as individuals or support you as individuals. It wasn't like a, we're going to copy and repeat this parenting thing. They did different <laughs> things as they went. So Colin, will you go first sure. since you're the oldest? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think that we were always treated very separately, right? I think uh-huh. if something was going on in one of our lives, it was always an individual conversation. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like a family discussion. Uh huh. It would be good. like a, me and my parents yeah. on our own, right? Uh-huh. Having that conversation or like if I, if I had an event, uh-huh. You know, they were always there. You know, I was in marching band in high school. Yeah. They were always there watching the games, you know, all the time. I know yeah. they were always at Travis's events for hockey and everything. And so yeah. I think they always made time to come to all of our events and made sure that each of us got the same. Yeah. So do you remember? Amount of attention in a sense. Yeah. So you remember like if there was something you maybe needed like specific help with or work on or something like that, it would be like a side conversation with just you? Absolutely. Always. Okay. Yeah. It would always be, you know, me and my parents sitting in the living room having that conversation. I wonder what y'all were doing. Upstairs? They just found upstairs. time. I think, yeah, upstairs. Yeah. yeah, we were just... Okay. Yeah, they would just, whoever whoever needed, I can't speak for you two, but whoever needed the conversation, you know, they would just call me downstairs and say, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah. That's yeah. good. It was or, I, or I would come to them. It was definitely the same for me. If they had something to talk to me about, they ca- they called me to talk about it. It wasn't like a, we're going to all make... Yeah. No. Yeah. It wasn't no, it was made not. like a big deal. Yeah. You know, it was it was made yeah. a big deal for the not or okay, it was never made a big deal. Yeah. But it was it was made a deal for just the person. Yeah. And it that's wasn't, good. I think it wasn't an important, made a big deal. I think an important point to point out with it is that it was never discussed as a as a group. So like mm-hmm. so like my business wasn't their business and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Huh. So like negative yeah. stuff with Travis I would never hear about. Yeah. And vice versa. I think that was always really nice actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What about you Travis? What what ways did you feel like you could be an individual? I I think from the beginning they they just always supported me. Um no matter mm-hmm. what it was that I was wanting to do. Um yeah. whether they they recognized it was stupid or they recognized that it was something that I was going to fail at. They okay. knew, they probably knew going in that I was going to fail, but no. they let me fail on my own. Okay. Give they me wanted an me to learn from that experience. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I need an example of this. Um, so, so when I first went to college, okay. um, I, um, rushed a fraternity uh-huh. and they probably knew it wasn't the best idea for me because uh-huh. that's just like not how I was built as a person that just like, wasn't the life for me. But they let me do it because they wanted me to experience that experience. And they wanted me to they wanted me to realize why I didn't want to do it. The reason that I didn't want to do it was because 
you know, there was a hundred something people in this fraternity and I want, I if I was going to be in it, I wanted to know each and every single one of them personally. Uh Like I wanted some sort of connection with all of them. And I tried it for about two or three weeks and I just finally realized like, this is impossible. Like this isn't going to happen. Not yeah. So I talked to my parents about it and I mean, they, they told me a couple of years ago. So, I mean, I just graduated. So, I mean, (laughs) I'm, you know, just fresh out of college, but they told me a couple of years, you know, later, like, oh, we knew that, like, you know, you probably shouldn't have done that, but we wanted you to learn from that experience. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So I think that's how they really took me as an individual and set me up for success in that. I want to hear about how we're here in, you know, Plano, Texas and how you got into hockey. Yeah. Um, so I had, I say I point out Plano, Texas, because it's not like we're in Canada. No, we're not in Minnesota. Yeah. We're not in, it, it's never cold here. Yeah. You know, I mean, winter, it's you know, still 40, 50 yeah. degrees. And yeah. Yeah. So I had um, I had some friends that were um, playing roller hockey mm-hmm. um, just down the street. Um, I decided to play with them uh, one day and um, I just fell in love with it. I don't yeah. really know what it was about it, but um you know, just being a, you do something with my friends like that and, yeah. you know, roller skate around. And yeah, so that was about when I was about six years old. Uh-huh. And then, um, you know, started hockey when I was seven and did roller hockey just on rollerblades and pretty much the same thing as ice hockey, but just on rollerblades. Yeah. And then, yeah, just played roller and then ice hockey came when I was about 12. And then I stopped really playing competitively when I was like, you know, senior in high school. So 19. Yeah. So shoot. 13, 12 years of my life was into hockey, which is not something you hear often. Like no. you said, Plano, Texas. You yeah, know, so not here. Don't hear that a lot. So, But yeah. your parents got super into it. Oh, my gosh. They're probably more into it than I am at this point. <laughs> That's I mean, probably still true. You know, I, Honestly, yeah. I come home last night and, you know, they're watching a hockey game. And, you know, the Dallas mm-hmm. Stars, you know, they're not in the playoffs. It's playoffs right now. Yeah. Um, and they're watching a hockey game. Oh, my and, gosh. And oh, I guess my mom was there. Yeah. Um, she's watching a hockey game. And I'm not even there. Yeah. You know, that's that's something that you would think, oh my gosh, so into it, which is so funny. And got you to all the practices and all that stuff. Yes. Late nights. And then the second I was able to drive, I was doing it myself. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) The day of. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. The day of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Spencer, what about you? How do you feel like your parents encouraged you to be who you are? Probably in the biggest way is that they never pushed me too hard to do the same kinds of things that Colin and Travis were doing. Yeah. Because I think, and this is not a, I don't think this is necessarily a good or a bad thing. I think most people who know the three of us, probably the three of us included, I don't think it'd be unfair to say that I'm, that in terms of like my interests and what I like to do, I'm probably the most different. Like there are the least similarities. Yeah. And again, this is not a bad thing. We all get along just fine. Yeah. Um, And my parents never tried to push me towards doing the things that they were doing. Like, yeah, when I was a kid, I like, you know, I had my stint in soccer, I had my stint in basketball. I think we we probably all did that when we were young. Mm -hmm. But as I got older and I started and I kind of lost interest in that sort of thing, they never tried to push me back towards it. Yeah. Like they always, they wanted me to do things, of course. Yeah. Like there was a time when I did, uh, I did theater in high school for Mm -hmm. a little bit, but they never pushed me towards certain things because... That's because that's like what Colin or Travis was doing. Yeah. Like Colin stayed in band for what your entire high school career, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they never pushed me to do that. Yeah. So I stopped it after six Yeah. Years. So would you say, like, I think 
we we live in an area where it's like there's certain mainstream things, like I, things that it's like banned. Lots of kids in high school do mm-hmm. that, you know, or and the fact that you weren't, I don't know, attracted towards mainstream things was okay for them. Yeah, yeah. It never seemed like they had a problem with it, or they just, or that they wanted me to do certain things because yeah. it's what everybody else was doing, or it's because what Colin or Travis was mm-hmm. doing. And I, I'm sure the same thing applies for both of you. I think they were always okay with us just pursuing our own interests. What interests did you find? Well, I know that in high school, I read a lot. Yeah. Like in, in elementary school and middle school and high school, I I was reading all the time. Um, not as much recently, but I know, but I would, um, I, I would always have a book on me. Yeah. In, in high school, I could break out and read. Which uh, I would say for a high school boy, that is not mainstream you're not to wrong. be like, Five. I just need a book. You yeah. Know? yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. I. I always no, wanted to read. I was. Yeah. And I, I was reading like you know like these big sometimes like sometimes by most people's accounts boring uh, kinds yeah. of books. Yeah. And my and my parents would never. I mean, I mean, my mom is, would actually encourage me to me to read. I think yeah. that's something she appreciates. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, stuff like that. And then obviously that's not like a good or a bad thing. It's just how it is. Yeah. Um, well, I think it it's. It speaks a lot that your parents were accepting of the way that you each were wired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And weren't trying to change that. No, they weren't trying to change us at all. No. Yeah. yeah. They were all on board with whatever we were doing. Yeah. They were, they, were, they were on the ship. They were passengers on the ship while we were captaining and they were involved. They loved everything that was on the ship. Yes. That's <laughs> so, a really good picture. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I want to hear about your relationships think back to what your relationship as siblings was when you were in elementary school elementary junior high high school and how it is now as adults i think and and let me give you some context for that i think for parents it's helpful for me when i see my boys today mm-hmm. think Maybe one day they won't argue every. Day. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's y'all's experience, but I just—it's perspective. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think hair. I think as kids, right? And bear in mind, I'm the oldest by four years. Yeah, and they're only like a year and a half apart. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that was always a big difference. So the two of them were always—they were closer as kids. Okay. They would play games together. They would do stuff together a lot. And I was typically more on the outside of that, just okay. because of the age gap. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, when I was twelve, Spencer was eight. Right, uh-huh. I mean, or whatever. So it, you know, that's a pretty significant difference when you're a kid. Exactly. More so than when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we always got along just fine, and we would certainly play together, especially as kids. We played together all the time, mm-hmm. and typically the dynamic was kind of like whatever I said was kind of the what goes. It went. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the way it, the way it went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, that's just that's kind of the way it went. And I think as we got older, and like I started getting into high school, uh-huh. I don't know that I really chatted with either of them all that much yeah i don't think i ever saw you yeah right exactly (laughs) really oh yeah no hardly ever i mean yeah 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 i don't don't think i hardly ever saw them going through high school and then you know coming out of high school and through college phase and then you know now to this age where like i'm in my late 20s yes and they're both coming up on mid-20s yeah range Mm -hmm. i think we we kind of gotten back closer right and talk a lot more often Spencer, what it being in the middle, what do you feel like your role was early on? 
Oh, I know what his role was. Oh, we all know what my role was. My role well, what is that? was to sit in the middle seat of the car so that these two weren't <laughs> yeah, poking doing, and prodding and pushing it around all the time. Y'all annoyed each other? Oh, oh my gosh, so much. Oh, no, but you see, the thing is, <laughs> by putting me in the middle, what they did was that they would simply do things around me. Oh my so really what ended up happening was, in addition to annoying each, each other, they also annoyed me by proxy. But you were not going to make a big deal about it. Typically. Yeah, typically. Sometimes, you know, I mean, you know, you're, you yeah, know, like, you're a kid, you know, when you're a kid, sometimes, you know, enough is enough. But I I was kind of a, I wouldn't say a mediator because I didn't yeah, really that's what I was do say. it. I, don't I was going to yeah. use that word mediator, too. I don't know that's quite I don't right. Think, no, because right. well, mediator implies that I was actively doing something. <laughs> which, <laughs> I was, <laughs> and you which is not accurate. No, no, I was not. I was just kind of there. A buffer? A buffer. That's that, a good way to buffer? That's definitely yeah. a good way to put it. I would be poking Travis to irritate him, yes. and then Spencer would get in the middle. Yes. So yes. I would just reach around Spencer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And poke Travis and then while also course. knocking against Spencer's head. Yes. Well, because at first. That is so annoying. Yeah, because well, yes. it, well, it was did the idea. do that? We both thought it was funny. Yeah, they yeah, thought funny. it was funny. Yeah. We both thought well, it was funny. Because, you know, when we were kids, you know, that it wasn't always, like, it wasn't like that at first. You know, that we would just pile into the car. But after a while, mom and dad realized, okay, no, this is ridiculous. Spencer sits in the middle. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. I always. always sat in the middle, and I hated it. Oh. Well, <laughs> that's so funny. It. I asked your parents, how do you think Spencer felt about that? I think he was fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's because they probably just didn't complain very much. But I remember yes. I remember just kind of like, well, this is just kind of the way it's it is. the way it is. I think in my head as a kid, the way it was, was my parents told me, you're sitting in the middle. And I, and I just kind of thought to myself, Yep. That's okay. that's how it is. And yeah, like, I guess I'm sitting in the middle now. That's a very good quality. I know. <laughs> I think so. yes, it is. You're right. It's a very good quality. What I, what is y'all's relationship now? You get do y'all talk a lot or y'all you feel like yeah. you're close? Yeah, good amount of time. I think we do. Yeah, I mean, I, when I was coming home yesterday, Travis came out and chatted with me for a while and just kind of told me what's going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I think so. I'd say we do. Yeah, a much more friendly relationship than as kids. Not that we weren't friendly as kids, but yeah. right. And I feel like there's just like more going on now. Yeah. Um, now that we're all older, there's just like more to talk about. You yes. know, as a kid, you're, you're, you're just talking about like, oh, like here's what I did in you know, sports today. You know, yes. oh, here's what I did in music today. Mm-hmm. As a teenager, you know, like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I don't care what Travis is doing. Yeah, right. yeah, as a teenager, I don't care. As an yes. adult, I want to know. Exactly. Yeah. So well, you know, I'll ask. It's hard too for kids to have conversation around they they do they play together. Yes. And so if you yep. guys yep. were all it's in action. different activities yes. and doing different stuff, I mean. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find connection points. But absolutely. now yeah, you're absolutely. adults and have connection points. Yeah, yeah much absolutely. easier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I want to hear about things that you, your parents did to help you have a strong work ethic or discipline. Or you may be like, I feel like I still need to grow in that. But what do you think? What are things that your parents did to help you with that? I think my experience is going to be very different than the two of theirs. Oh, um, okay. Because mm-hmm. my dad had me get a job right when I turned 16. So I was like driver's license job. And neither, did you neither know that them, was going to be the case? Uh, yeah. Okay. I really did because he also had me work a bit for him the summer before when I was still a little younger. Okay. Um, and just a little bit here and there. But then when I started driving, he, he had me get a job at his store. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I worked for the rest of high, through the rest of high school. I think I ended up working there for over three, three and a half years. Wow. Um, and that was just how it went. So it would, you know, Every Saturday of high school, I'd, if I wasn't doing a marching competition, I was at work. Yeah. Yeah. Do you appreciate that? I do. Okay. I do. I only had one other high school friend that had a job, 
And so first of all, it was great because me and him always had money and, and no one else ever did. <laughs> so, so that was great. Y'all are like, we have loads of money. Yeah, yeah, and then now well, you look back, you're like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, well, I made $7 well, an hour. Yeah. So, <laughs> maybe not loads of money, but it was that, that part was great. But right. also I think I really learned, you know, work ethic. I learned to be on time for work. I learned. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I was late for work one time ever. Oh, no. And I what was happened? told was told by my dad if I was late late again, I was fired. Oh, oh so wow. I learned so real quick. you were on time. I was on time. Yeah. So um, why did y'all not have to get jobs when you turned 16? That's a great question. Oh. <laughs> I always wondered that too. I don't think – we don't know. So Travis was busy with hockey. That's okay. true. All I, the time. Yeah. So that, that was why for him. Yeah. Actually, my marching band only lasted for a semester. Yeah. And yes. So I, just, I would work like one day a week during marching season. Yeah. That was Wednesday night. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. So it wasn't like 40 hours a week you were working. It was. No. So in, yeah. so in the off season of marching band, I would get out of school at 4.15 and go to work at 4.30. Uh-huh. And I'd work till 8. Okay. Four nights a week. Yeah. And then I'd work all day Saturday. Okay. So I worked quite a bit. Yeah. For a high school where Travis was always busy with hockey. So I think that was mm-hmm. part of why. Not and, I, him. and I had no excuse. That's fair. You, you just got out of it. I, I just got lucky, I guess. I know. I wasn't doing much, so I, it's not like I had something else occupying my time. Yeah, but I mean, you can make dis- different decisions as parents. Sure. Yeah, yeah you know, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Depending on how you know how the child responds, to that yeah. Kind of stuff. I think Colin probably responded the best to you know going and doing like work stuff like that um, more than probably Spencer and I. Yeah, couldn't tell you why. Yeah, um, but I, I for sure when I was in high school, I worked. Um, you know, every summer that I was in high school, um, uh-huh. I. Worked my first summer down at the at the lake and at the docks, um, and then um, worked for my dad. Um, this was when he um, got his uh, a different job and got uh-huh. a new job, and I helped him um, like package up nuts and bolts and stuff like that. So that was that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and then after that summer, um, so that was my junior year. That's when I started working at the hockey rink, and then yeah. that job was throughout my entire junior yeah. year and senior year. So, so did you just decide I want a job or I think it was, you? yeah, I wanted the money. Okay. Um, it was more about the money. I, I think it wasn't about the work ethic side of things that maybe my dad wanted for Colin. Yeah. My reasoning was for sure money. So, <laughs> so did your, did your parents make you pay for things? As I got like a, a little bit older, um, like my last season of travel hockey, I paid for that. Why but was that? I think I think just because I had done it for so long that my dad really wanted me to realize the value um, of what hockey was and if this was something that was going to be worth it for that season. Mm. And so he said, you know, this is how much it costs. Um, Which is a lot. Is a, it is a lot. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to pay for it because um, you. I want you to see the value of what this is. And what we've paid and for the past. we've paid for it for the, you know, the past. Decade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you appreciate it a lot more. Uh, yeah, I, for it. And, you know, yeah. I did appreciate it a lot more. And oh, yeah. I think it really was good for um, – it was a good humbling process, uh-huh. I think, because it it made me realize, you know, why so much work is put into, you know, into hockey, you know, paying all that money mm-hmm. and then why we, you know, practice, you know, three or four times a week. So that you're good. So that we're good. And so yeah. that, my, that investment is worth its investment so that we're winning and we're having fun. Yeah. So – Interesting. Yeah. But otherwise, like, I'm curious why you felt like you were like, I want a job because I want money. For some some population of families, mm-hmm. they pay for everything for their kids. Sure. 
And your parents paid for a lot of what you did. A lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm just wondering why the motivation for the money? I think it was more for um, hanging out with friends and for so new hockey equipment. New hockey. <laughs> that was they the wouldn't, big... They wouldn't pay for like if you wanted a new something. Yes. A new $300 hockey stick. They, they were like, I'm not no. paying for that. You no. have a hockey stick. Yes. You have one that you, works perfectly fine. So. Or my friends are all going to the, do this movie or whatever and they'd say you've got to pay for that especially when i got older mm -hmm. especially when i could drive and i was in high school just kind I of think, huh. yeah, i think the other piece that we haven't touched on yet of this question is that both of our parents are very hard workers yes mm -hmm. yes they are just i mean they are i mean yes. we'd either rather disagree yes, with that are. statement no they are, yeah, are hard I mean, workers yeah i mean i, I would obviously oh. as the one who's had a job the whole time i would point to my dad in particular but it applies to both of them yeah um, but i would say my dad in particular for this example is yeah was a very hard worker. I mean, he's uh -huh. always working, you know. Um, so I don't know that, at least for me, I don't know that I would have ever considered not working that, as, as hard. Because you saw him do it. That's yeah, what. right. That was just what I knew. That's, yeah. you know, yeah. you take your job seriously or whatever it is you're doing, whether it be hockey or band or whatever it is you're involved in, you take it seriously and you, you do a good job. Yeah. yeah. So do you think it helped that you saw him in his work environment? Or would you say that came from at home, he's going to work? I don't know that I ever did. I never saw him at work. <laughs> but we, when you worked for his company, yes, I never saw him. You never saw yeah, him. He had an office upstairs. Oh, Colin yeah. was on the floor doing stock. I was doing the I was doing yep. the manual labor. He was in the office. Yeah. Yep. Okay, upstairs. so it wasn't right. that. Definitely wasn't that. So was it just like le him leaving for work, that kind of thing? Uh, yes, but then also, you know, it's not like he just comes home and sits on the couch all the time. Maybe on the weeknights, but on the weekends he'd be up doing yard work or doing whatever around the house. Mm -hmm. Making someone clean the pool. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, making someone. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. Well, he's not doing it. Yeah, right. Um, so y'all had some jobs around the house. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think he's in general this uh, you know a, a hard worker, right? Absolutely. I mean, he kind of when when he commits something, he commits to it. Yes. Both, yeah. of, both of them do. Yes. Yeah. Both of them do. Yes. You know, that's so I think that growing up in that environment, I think, kind of rubs off on you. Yeah. Mm. I want to hear about ways that your dad has invested in you when i was when i was younger mm -hmm. so i was probably i don't even know five six years old maybe yeah uh, my dad and i went on camping trips every like month like, like once a month we'd go once a month something like camping that camping yeah. trips Some, something like that this yeah is... it was pretty he loved the camps yeah <laughs> okay. yeah yeah we were pretty often we went with other some other guys too it was okay. some of my friends and their dads and there was a group oh. of us that would, that would go yeah um so we did that for a long long time and then he did Boy Scouts with the two of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and they did they did stuff together all the time for oh, that. Yeah. Um so I know so I know all those little things. Yeah. Um, and then and then too, I think just as I mentioned before, just all those little side conversations that would happen here and there. Yes. Of him just coming and saying, like, hey, like what's going on? You know, yeah. what's up? Yeah. He did it the most, I think, in uh high school. I'd forgotten about this for a long time, but he he would take us out to dinner like individually. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a thing that he did. I'm not sure I even realized what the point of it was at the time. No, yeah. I just went along with it and said, you know, okay. Sure. sure. And there were and there were certain some times when I felt like we would just almost sit there for a while, like kind of awkward silence, you, you know? But the being but together was, It was fine. Yeah. And, and and I know, I, at least for me doing it, I think the first couple were probably the worst because it was just, it was like awkward silence. And yeah. Didn't know what to talk about. And then yeah. after we did it for, you know, a month or so and Kent kept doing it, mm -hmm. then I feel like then I opened up more to talk yeah. to him more about stuff. Um, and they were great. Yeah. Do you think because of that, like when you have today, let's mm -hmm. talk, you know, y'all are adults now. When you have something that you're trying to figure out or whatever, do you call your dad first? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I wonder if it's because of those um, investments probably. early on. I think so. Yeah. Because Spencer, you called your dad too first. Um, you need, like, or no, do you? Well, I, I can tell you that um, for a lot of things, I know that my dad is the first person I need to talk to. Why is that? It's because a lot of things, it's just like, yeah, he's the one who needs to hear about this. <laughs> but I think oftentimes too, he has a good answer. Yes. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. I think he oftentimes has the solution. Yeah. You know, like if I have a problem, I'll call him and talk about it and he'll either have a good solution or, you know, he may be not, not a solution I want to hear. But yeah. <laughs> um, but I know that going in that oftentimes he's going to tell me something I don't want to hear. But I also know that he's right. Really? And so I'm like, uh, yeah. So he'll be truthful. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shoot you straight. He definitely will. Yes. If if we have a problem and it's explicitly our fault, he will not shy away from telling us how we got into that situation. <laughs> not to be mean. That is so true. <laughs> not have us recognize. Yeah, not to be mean because he there. wants us to make sure we understand. <laughs> like, you have to own your mess ups. Right? Oh, yeah. If, if we, if we, it's if not we, so else's true. Fault. Like, no, if we screw up, we have to own it. I think we've always um, been raised to. Own up to our own mistakes, which yes. I think is, which I, thinking about it now, can really appreciate because Absolutely. I, I hate people who don't take responsibility. Yeah. If I do something stupid, the first comment is going to be, well, and whose fault is this? No. Uh-huh. Yes. And I say, yes, I know. I did this. My fault. And he says, mm-hmm. So now let's figure out how to get you out of it. Oh, <laughs> like, I love right? it. But the yes. first comment is always, well, whose, whose fault, fault is, is this? this? Whose fault is this? Oh, who made this happen? I know. Me. He, <laughs> I did it. He will never shy away from pointing out that, no. like, no, it's your fault. That is so great. Which is, I, which I think is actually great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it, here's what I think is y'all are adults that have this kind of relationship with your dad, but I don't think those don't just happen. No. He's making, an, he's made investments along the way. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, we're just going to go have dinner together. Yeah. I don't have anything serious we're going to talk about. We're just going to have dinner together. It's whatever we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I never I never did dinners. Mine was on the road. Um, weekend trips. Yeah, yes. we all did. Sometimes yeah. my mom just wouldn't come. And I'd always be like, so, like, why aren't you coming? I was like, well, it's just going to be you and your dad this weekend. Like, okay. And I guess I didn't realize at the time, but it was very tactical. Uh-uh. I guess not tactical, but like yes. it was set apart. It was, in- it was intentional. It was intentional. intentional it yes. was very much intentional because we'd just spend the whole weekend and sometimes it'd be quiet. You know, sometimes I would, you know, talk to him about, you know, whatever was going on or whatever. Yes. But it was always like, I always knew that like, I, I wasn't going to get like lectured, I guess in a way. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. he would always, he always like ask questions that would help me like kind of figure out what was going on. So like I would say the problem and he'd ask me a question Uh and it would lead to me saying the solution, not him saying the solution. Well, okay. I would agree with that. You remember, um, was it last summer or a couple summers ago when you were trying to figure out which camp to serve at? Mm -hmm. Weren't you in the car with your dad or something? Yeah, we were in the car. You you had two decisions. You had a decision to make and two great options. Yes. So talk about that. This was last summer. I would have just gone back to Canacook and yeah. just right away. Um, but with um, COVID, you know, the um, the actual camp that I was like worked at for the last two summers um, was not around because it was traveling camp. And yes. That just, you know. Didn't work with like COVID. The, probably the least, least In, possible with thing COVID, to do. Yes, with COVID. yeah. Anyway, so um, I had heard about um, going to a different camp. Um, yeah. up in Colorado. Yeah. And, you know, right away, my dad's all about it. Cause you know, he's like, Oh, it's Colorado. Like, you know, experience the world. And yeah. Do this. 
But then he was like, well, I actually, you know, I have a leadership opportunity with Canacook. Yeah. He was like, well, that's a great opportunity too. And we just, we spent the entire time. We were um, uh, going to, uh, I think we we're going to Paris um, to see my granddad. Um, Paris, Texas. Paris, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> good, good, good distinction. Important distinction. Yeah, it's a very important <laughs> distinction. Um, but yeah, we just sat there the entire time and um, we talked about pros and cons. And, you know, one is you know, great opportunity, you know, great, yeah. great way to experience the world and experience yes. a different side yeah. of things. And another one is like, like already built in, going to build me up as a leader. Yeah. Um, and so we, we kind of just like process through it all. And, um, at the very end of it all, he said, well, I think, you know, your answer. And I said, I think I do. And he, he never told me the answer. He never said, he never this said, is what you this is do. what you should do. He yeah. always would you know, point out things that were good about something and yeah. make me come to the solution yes. instead of him telling me the solution yeah. that he thought was best. Yeah. I love it. And then he, and then after he was like, yeah, you made the right choice. You know, oh. <laughs> of, course, of course he told me, but who knows? I he could have told me that it. if I would have chose the other one. So, yes. but yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a great memory right there. Yeah. Good, um, good Navigating big decisions. Yeah. He's very good. Talking That's great. Those. Definitely. Yes. But I think you're right. That kind of a, like that kind of thing doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, um, I think yeah. it takes a long time. I mean, I turned 28 in two weeks, and I think yeah. that kind of, you know, I think it takes 28 years of investment on yeah. his part to, to build that up. For um, sure. Because, yeah, he's certainly not just going to tell you what to do. It's going to be a conversation. Yeah. No. It's, it's also be... really sweet that y'all are like, we we want to call our dad and ask him. Oh, yeah, always. we trust his wisdom. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And if I ever have something new going on, I'm, I wanted to know about it. Yeah. So I'll call him and tell him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what things do you appreciate about your mom? She's kind of the one that's just always there, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, my, my dad's always there too on the phone, right? right? Of course, especially now that he's traveling um, or was at work, whatever. But mom was definitely just like always like physically present, there. right? Yeah. Didn't, have a, didn't have a job when we were all in like elementary school, high school. Mm-hmm. And so it was just always like there, like anything going on. Available. She, yeah, always available. Yeah. Always has time. Always wants to know what's going on. Yeah. Always has an opinion to offer as well. Um, and a, a good opinion to offer, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, his thoughts. Um, but yeah, just, I would say being, being present and yeah. like caring all the time. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Spencer? Um, uh, particularly when we were, we were younger, I think, I think the fact that she was able to put up with us for as long as she did is nothing <laughs> sort of miraculous. <laughs> oh, God. We were, I mean, we weren't the worst kids, I don't think. No. But I mean. But you weren't the easiest either. What, that's what I'm hearing you say. What they always say to me, to me specifically, okay. is that when I was, what, two or three, <laughs> when I was very young, I had a tendency to just run off. Yeah, you were the worst. <gasps> I would Sprint. just, I would just, no! I, I don't know why, you know, 21 years later, I couldn't tell you why, I would yeah. just go <gasps> and it drove them nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do remember one time when we were at uh, when we were at Disney World, uh, yeah, and you ran away. I ran away. I was completely separated from the entire family for like a solid five minutes. Um, and then our granddad. Do you remember found me. doing it? Do you remember running away? Uh, vaguely, I do. I bet that did bother your mom. I remember it all too. Well. She she was she she bothered her. Yeah. Well, because you know she's worried about me because I'm yeah. I'm her kid and I'm yes, running off, of course, in the in a public place surrounded by strangers. Yeah. So I think it's only natural. Like, yeah, she's worried yes. about me. Yeah. I was thinking, yes, finally. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Five minutes of separation. One, like, da- 
One down. Yeah. One down, one to go. One to go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. What about you, Travis? What do you want um, to watch? This is probably because, you know, I'm I'm the baby of the family. Yeah. Um, by, you know, 15 months, you know. and Yeah. Um, but my mom is um, absolutely my best friend um, oh, by far. Really? Um, she, oh, my gosh, yes. Um, she has just, like, set this bar um, of a, you know, what I look for in a godly woman. Yeah. Um, and in, you know, someone that I can just, you know, take the next stages of my yes. life. With. She very much from a young age has shadowed something that you yeah. know, I am wanting yeah. um, within someone for the future. Just because of how um, thoughtful and how caring she is yeah. um, towards all of our friends. Um, I mean, we were talking about this last night. You yeah, know, she, we were thinking about this She night. was... Um, you know, she, she would always, you know, want people over at our house and yes. she would always feed everybody. Oh um, yeah. She would, and not everybody did that, you know, and all the parents yeah. did that. She would always feed whoever came to that door. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, whoever, whoever I brought to that door, she would just welcome and mm-hmm. them in and would just, you know, so much caring and loving arms. And yeah. it was always, it was always like, I'm going to feed you, but then I'm going to get out of your way and I'm going to let huh. you have those relationships with your friends okay. they're your friends for a reason they're not yeah. my friends you know yeah. they weren't my mom's friends yeah you know they they were my friends yeah yeah and i would so, i would echo that yeah that was huge I and as, as a kid knowing that your friends are always welcome at your house yes. is yes. a really is a really big, big deal like i always knew deal. i could bring my ridiculous degenerate friends over to my house and <laughs> and my parents okay. my, my mom in particular would be totally fine who's here you know let's get some food if I brought someone over and she didn't have any food, what's what order a pizza? You yeah, know? absolutely. What order pizzas? No like, how long are they staying? You know, what are y'all gonna do? Perfect. Uh-huh. And then the question we were talking about literally last night is, yeah, she would say, "Well, where are y'all gonna be? Are y'all gonna be downstairs, upstairs? Great, I'll be in the opposite." <laughs> yeah, if you, if you need, really? Yeah. Like, if y'all want the living room, I'll be upstairs. If y'all want to be upstairs, I'll be in the living room. Yep. You just come, let me know what you need. Yeah, for me, it was always, for me, it was always upstairs. But I know for a fact that there were multiple times where. Uh, you mm-hmm. would have the Xbox set up downstairs playing with Tyler or, oh, yeah. or whoever. Mm-hmm. And mom would just be gone out of the way. Mm-hmm. Doing who knows what. Yeah. Well, out of your way. I, have, I have her space. I'm in her well, space. Well, not being so in the living room. Doing. Yeah. And I had pool parties in high school that, oh, were, yeah. that were great. And all of my friends would always, like the next next you know, Monday at school, would always tell me, oh my gosh, your mom is so great. She's so nice. Um, so she my, is. my yeah. friends all loved her too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I feel like y'all's house... It, but maybe I wasn't – I didn't go over there like when all three of y'all were in mm-hmm. high school and junior high. But your house is always very clean. Very clean. <laughs> it's, that's always been the case actually. Did you – would – after you'd have friends over and stuff, would you be required to um, clean up or how did that I don't want to say required because I don't think it ever came up. I think most of us – I think we would typically clean up for the most part. Yes. Um, but we were also like teenage boys and – Not quite to the standards. Of, right. Of any other regular human. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so I think I'm sure she had plenty. Of, I'm sure she had plenty of work to do afterwards. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Or true. like if we had a pool party, I'm sure there was a pile of towels. A lot of yes. stuff. Probably yeah. in the middle Always. of the floor. Yeah, um, but for the most part, I think it'd be fair to say that if we made a mess, we cleaned it up. Yeah, it's just the expectation, just, especially yeah. Upstairs, yeah. especially upstairs. oh, especially upstairs. upstairs in our game room upstairs. The upstairs messes were our problem. Yeah, like when we would like push the table aside and like lean it up against the wall to make more room for a bunch of crud on the floor. No. We, yeah. we had to you know, had bring to it back down and we had to clean all the stuff yeah. out. She never really touched that you. room a lot. That was kind of no. our, our room, our space. So if, and if it, it was dirty, she was going to tell us about it. 
you know, oh, if yeah. he was going to tell us that it, it needs to, to be, be cleaned. cleaned up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. We're having people coming over, clean all the stuff off out of here. Yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Okay. Tell me about your grandparents. What Ooh. the relationship that you have with them. Oh yeah. I mean, they're, they're great. I mean, I think we're very fortunate that we, you know, even now we still have three. Your mom's parents live close by. Yes. They do. Very. They're, yeah, they're very close. Very. Five, 10 minutes max. And so they helped you guys all the time with getting to places and. Oh yeah. And they right? were always coming to events and coming being, being supportive. And yes. oh yeah. yeah. I mean, they came to tons of hockey games for Travis. Absolutely. And, you know, football games for me. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And yeah. then y'all had y'all have been on RV trips with them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes. I think they've both done one. I've done a couple. I've, I've done, done. I did like two. Or am I wrong? Yeah. Maybe I've three. Two. I don't know. I've done two. Oh wow. No, no. I actually technically I have done three because a couple years back I stayed with them in Vegas for a few days. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my right. gosh. Yeah. Which yeah, I did one like two years ago. I went to Maine with them. Oh okay. What is it? What's it like? Like how do you think uh, it's it, added to you guys as people to have that close of a relationship? So I think it's great. I mean. At least for me, I very much think of them in particular as like as friends, you know. Yes. Um, like I actually like they're out, I, I drive out of town right now, but I would I can't wait for them to get back. So I want to go over and have dinner with them, hang out. Um, it's great. Yeah. When I'm when I'm actually living in Dallas area, I try to go over there all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and just hang what out. What about you, see what's going on. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're invaluable, important people in my life. I don't know what else to say. They've give, they've they've given. Toto, it's that. Those are the facts. I mean, they, they've <laughs> given, they've given us a lot. Over yeah. the years, like I can't, I can't tell you how many times we would stay the night over at, at our grandparents' house. It's like, oh, you're going to need Papa's night, yay! Yeah. Like it was Getting the excited. best. And yeah. every, in yeah. the morning, uh, our grand, uh, in the mornings uh, while we were there, our granddad would always go out and buy us donuts. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of grandparent stuff. They just do oh yeah, kind of stuff. yeah. Both grandfathers actually. Both yeah. grandfathers. That's true. Actually, yeah. Both yeah. grandfathers. So your dad's. Yeah. Parents, mm-hmm. one has passed away. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they're they're the ones that live in Paris. That's correct, they live in Paris. Paris, and Texas. So would y'all go see them a lot? What was that? Yeah, like? we we got bad about it as we got older and got busier yeah. for yes. sure. But as kids, we went quite a bit, and we'd go yeah. stay for a weekend. We'd meet them yeah. halfway, and you know, get switched off and go for a weekend. And we had a lot of fun in Paris. Oh We'd gosh. all three go. A lot of times, our cousin would be there too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cousin would come. I think as adults, I mean, I try to go up there, but you know, whenever I can, and go yes. stay with stay with him for a couple of days, yeah. and we we hang out and go out to eat, and that's awesome. I go hang out with all of his friends. Yeah, yeah. Since they're all like forty years younger than him, uh-huh. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Am I wrong? Whoa! No, yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah, he, yeah, he volunteers at the uh, the chamber of of commerce oh, okay. up there, and um, yeah, they just that's a, those are all of his his friends. I think he's on a first name basis with at least half of the population of that town. I would agree with that. Yeah, we, I mean, we go anywhere. I, I was, I was literally there. It was about three or four weeks ago, mm-hmm. about a month ago. Yeah. And every place that we went out to eat, he knew someone there. Oh, this is you know, this is my youngest grandson, and you know, so proud of me because yeah. you know of everything that I've done and am doing. And oh, yes, um, yeah, he. Yeah, fantastic man. Yeah. So yeah, I can I I can echo that as well. Every mm-hmm. time we go anywhere with him somebody is going to, to recognize him. It's like, oh, look who it is. Yeah. So Every friendly. time if someone will recognize yeah. him, he'll recognize someone. Yeah. And it's more That's than just, great. it's more than just it being Paris, Texas, you know, being a small town. He's just yes. invested so much in that town. Yes. I think it, it made it like a really good example for us mm-hmm. that to invest in yep. where we are and what we're doing. Yes. He's got um, a building named after him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, 
Yeah, he, he does, but he actually hates it. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he probably doesn't like does. the recognition. He, he probably he doesn't like to be recognized. No. Yeah, that sounds like him. Yeah, no. which he's, is kind of a great example. He's actually. very humble. Yes. Is he doesn't actually like it because he thinks he say, always says, "Oh, I don't deserve all that, and that's too much." And yeah. and you know, of course, he definitely does deserve all of that. But yeah, I think it's actually kind of a great example of like true humility. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and like yes. don't do all that. Like, let me just fly under yeah. the radar and do my thing he has no interest in being recognized or lauded or awarded or anything like that he does these things that's just what he wants to do because he cares about his community and the people in it yeah absolutely that's really all there is to it and it's huge as a kid to have like the support system of and as an adult probably even more so as an adult the support system of not only parents but grandparents and like you know just that next kind of circle out well just that many more people you can call yes and though to have places of belonging, to have mm-hmm. places oh, yeah. where you know that you are loved, you matter, you, I mean, mm-hmm. and y'all had that in different homes, you in know, multiple both of your places. Multiple, multiple yeah. places. Yeah. I mean, it's like right off, right off the bat, there are three different houses I yes. can always go to and always be welcome. And That's always right. know that you're loved and yeah. Yes. Always I know. have a bed and a hot meal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I know. No matter what condition we were in, yeah. you know, no matter what was going on, I mean, we were always welcome. And yes. Whether we wanted to talk about it or not, um, yes. they would just, you know, be there with us mm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. And then having grandparents that are very excited to tell everyone else about how wonderful y'all are. Sometimes too excited. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes too excited. Yeah. I, I think people in this church, through our grandparents, I think – there are more people that I think than even than probably that at least more than I realize that know at least who we are. Oh, <laughs> believe me, Spencer, it's, we know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> believe me, everyone knows. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows. Not not because of anything we've done. <laughs> they are proud. They They're are proud, proud of their grandparents. And, the, and right. they want people to know about it. Yes. Yeah, they do. I know. Well, you talk great. about things you're excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, Travis, I wanted to ask you a question about so you grad you graduate high school, go Sorry. to college, mm-hmm. and like the first week you try to find a church. That's right. What made you do that? Um, I th- I think it was just from um, the experience that I had here, um, and especially later on when I was you know in high school, um, just the uh-huh. great relationships that I had and such a you know close knit friend group. It just I wanted to have that in a different place with a different group of people. Um, And I saw the value of all the people that invested in me, you know, adults and Mm -hmm. pastors and all that investment. And I just, I wanted more of it, you know, I I wanted more of it. And it's actually, you know, so funny. I, you know, I went to, I went to church that first week and then I didn't go again for about two months or so. I just, I, I went there and it wasn't the same as it was here. Yeah. Um, and then I got dragged back into it from my dad's sister, um, our aunt, our aunt Lynn. Um, okay. And cause she had some friends up there and that was a church that, um, her friend's daughters had gone to. Okay. Um, and so I got back into it and, um, that's when I met people and got more involved in that church. Yeah. So, and then that's when, you know, I got to see all of the investment in me happen again up in Stillwater. I remember when my second son, Harris, was born. And from the start, the very beginning, he was so different from my older son, Warren. And if I'm honest, it sort of threw me. Not sort of, actually. Like, it really threw me. It just wasn't what I was expecting. I'm not sure why I was expecting him to be like his older brother, because my older sister and I are absolutely nothing alike, total opposites. 
But I just had in my mind, like, I've already got a boy. I've done this already. It'll be easy. (laughs) Not so. Was not that way at all. And I remember thinking about Kimberly, the boy's mom, (laughs) and her being a mom to her three boys that were all so different, yet she celebrated their differences. I remember how much she loved getting to go to Travis's hockey games and thought it was fun figuring out this sport and what it takes to succeed there. She really appreciated Spencer's wit and dry sense of humor. And she loved how Colin would take charge and just make something happen. She didn't act like they were perfect or anything, but she was so thankful for the way they were, if that makes sense. I mean, she is thankful for the way they are. But as I thought about her raising her boys, I was like, man, she is thankful for the way that they were created. And to hear their thoughts now as adults on how their parents made them feel, it has given me a beautiful perspective on the importance of allowing our kids to be uniquely them. Being the kind of parents that support our kids in their unique passions, their unique giftings, the ways that they're motivated getting to know our kids, and really supporting them. Now, Harris is five, and you know what? He is still so different from his brother. But I've gotten to this place where I've come to expect that. And not only have I come to expect it, but I'm actually really thankful that my boys are different. I appreciate their differences. I mean, it keeps me on my toes, for sure. I can't copy and paste this parenting thing. (laughs) I find I have to keep asking God for wisdom on specific situations for how to respond or motivate or encourage or discipline each of my boys. The same things don't always work. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I actually think it's a really good thing. And it's the way that God intended it to be. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate you. And I look forward to talking to you guys next time on the Four Parents Podcast.